There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. There's the, there is the and then let me say there is the cure notice the text not only is God faithful but he's faithful it's God who will not suffer you to be tempted above your able to bear he will not allow you to be tempted it's his work. It's his work in your temptations. He won't allow you to be tempted by your anger. Amen. It's his work, brother. Not only is he faithful, I'm the one suffering temptation. I'm the one embarrassed by it so that I won't tell the one. And yet he's faithful. And then, brother, he has cured. Won't let us be tempted of ways. My God. Amen. Oh, that gives me hope. That gives me hope next week when I'm bothered and when I'm troubled. That gives me hope tomorrow when I'm troubled and I'm frustrated and I'm embarrassed and I'm, and I'm shameful about what goes into my mind. I can say, God is faithful. He's able to keep me from that temptation. Getting above what I'm able to bear. Amen. How does he do that? See, that's that's the necessary part to learn. He, he, he does it, but how does he do it? He's going to tell you in the text. But will this is God doing the work now. It's God we're talking about. God will, with the temptation, make a way to escape. With that, he, he gets, even in our temptations, brother Lord, he'll get in there with us and help us. Brother Adam, in our temptation, he'll get in our temptation with us. Hey, buddy, that that got shouting right. I shouting right there. And then he said this: Not only will he make a way of escape, but he does it so you'll be able to bear the temptation. Now, do you remember we read in James? If if that temptation, if that lust becomes temptation to the point where you act on it and it becomes sin. You know why he's willing to get in the middle 
of your heart, your mind, and your temptations. You know why he's willing to do that? To keep you from sin. He does it to keep you from making that mistake of sin. He does it to help you not sin. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, so you see the common hindrance that we have, the catching hindrance that we have, and the accumulation of the hindrances we have, and God has the care and the cure for our hindrances, and he has a way of circumventing our hindrances to make a way of escape. How does he do it? How does he do it? I'll say to you, first of all, in the middle of your temptation, he'll point it out. The Holy Ghost will point it out. He'll point it out. So that you can recognize it for what it is. And then you're able to, instead of focus on that lust or that temptation, you're able to focus on something else. Maybe it's prayer. God, I don't want to do this. I don't want this in my mind anymore. God, help me not to think about those things. Give me something else to think about. Give me somebody. God, help me to have somebody to pray for. Put somebody on my heart to pray for. Maybe God will call somebody off your prayer list. You've been praying for. He'll call their name. Amen. Maybe it's some circumstances that's current in your life. He'll make you He'll allow you to be able to pray about that, about that circumstance, but he does it in a way to take your mind off of the lust and off of the temptation to take your mind off of it and put it on these other things. Do you know sometimes he'll call a verse of scripture to your mind? Next time you get, and, and, and maybe he doesn't do it as much for you. He'll expose it for you. Maybe it's up to you to begin to try to quote that Bible verse. God will expose it, show you what it is. You have the opportunity then to try to quote that verse of Scripture. Amen. Maybe if you can't quote the one you're trying to memorize, maybe quote some of the ones you have memorized. The only time I heard uh, Brother Ed Ballou preach, it was between, it was after I had resigned over at Long Branch, but it was before I was elected to be pastor here. And uh, Brother John Hatcher called me. He said, Ed Blue's in Knox. Don't you go in? And I needed it. Man, I did. Brother Ed told the story, and I've told it several times here. Brother Ed said when he pastored there in Cleveland, Tennessee, somebody had witnessed to this old harbor in downtown Cleveland. And boy, that word of God got to working on her. Wasn't long before she came to church, and in just a service or two, her name was Mary. Mary, God saved. Brother Ed said, Mary came to me after the church. I was in the back of the auditorium where people went up the door. He said, Mary came to me after church and she was just so broken hearted. 
She said, Preacher, I don't know what I'm going to do. She said, I know I'm saved now. And she says, that means I can't go back to that old way of living. It ain't right. But Preacher, I, I don't have a way to live. How am I going to pay my way to this? Brother Blue said, there just happened to be a deacon standing close by. And he overheard what Mary said. He said, Mary, he said, I'm a foreman, a shift foreman, shift director over a, over a factory right downtown. And he said, I'll tell you what, you come down Monday morning and apply. We got an opening, and I'll see if I can't help you get the job. Well, sure enough, Mary got the job. Mary went to work two or three weeks there, and boy, she just rejoiced. She came in, Brother Ed said, on one Wednesday night. And she came in weeping, just came in the door weeping. Boy, that wasn't like Mary. When she got saved, she got happy. And he said, I saw her when she came in. And he said, I waited until after the service where I could get to her. And he said, I asked Mary, he said, Mary, what's got you so upset? Mary said, Preacher, she said, Every time I go to work to take a good job, that job that God blessed me with. He said, Mary said, I drive past that same street corner where I used to sell my bottle. She said, it seems like about a block before I get to that corner, the devil will get in the car with me and say, Mary, this won't last. This is all just a joke. Not be long before you'll be right back up on that same street corner doing the same old thing, living it up with the same old friends. Why? Mary, this thing ain't real. Brother Blue stopped his illustration. He said, He said, What I haven't told you about Mary was Mary, Mary wanted so bad to sing in the choir. He said, Mary couldn't carry a ton of the five gallon bucket. He <laughs> Brother Luke said, Mary had head tones. Now, I don't know what those are. I, I know what it is for, uh, for our mountain folks to try to sing up in their nose. I don't know if that's the same thing or not. But he said, Mary had head tones, and they sound like a horn on an old beauty. And he said, she just could not sing with the choir at all. And the choir had come to me, some of them, and said, Richard, you've got to do something about Mary. So finally, it he said, it dawned on me. He said, God, let it dawn on me. He said, I know what I'm going to do. He said, Mary, I know what to do. He said, tomorrow, about a block before you get down to that same old corner. He said, I want you to start singing Amazing Grace. He said, the choir couldn't take her singing. And some of the church folks couldn't take her singing. And he said, I knew as happy as she was about being saved and as bad as she sung, I knew the devil couldn't take it. So he said, I told her, since you start singing. He said, she sang all the way past that same corner. She got down to the work and got out of her car and she got to crying and rejoicing, standing in the parking lot thanking God. Somebody came and got her and said, Mary, what's going wrong? And she said, oh, I'm just so happy. God has given me such peace. And, and so she got to rejoice. And they went on in the door. And some of the other workers came to her and said, what's going on? They got to cry. And, and he came in Sunday morning. And that deacon said, preacher, I don't know what in the world happened to Mary. But 
podcast with evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption calleth nigh. Now the angels of God are rejoicing, for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed.